0: Roger Ebert said, no good movie is too long and no bad movie is short enough. Today on... hey everybody welcome to another press Be to cancel i am your host this week sinistar 77 and joined uh today i have three of my cohorts werewolf how are you
1: werewolf we cannot hear you i was totally muted muted. i was like i'm doing all right (laughs) hopefully i'm not still muted and i looked crap! i was muted go me that was perfect
0: Uh, I'm also joined by GP, Guy Prime, the Retro Therapy. How are you? Doing well. Glad to be here. Super hyped. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, Sick Jake. Sick Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here this week. Awesome. Well, this week we are talking about that ever-present Holy Grail that fails nearly every time video games turned into movies you know uh, in prep for this episode i uh i had to go look up Yui Bull. i had to go look up (laughs) Yui Bull. everybody's favorite
2: before we get started can i interject real quick yes please uh the elephant in the room here is going to be some of the earliest work (laughs) that has been put out there uh the mario brothers movie that was god-awful um we might talk about very briefly a few of the other classic ones, street fighter and such, but I, uh, I think we're all kind of making a concerted effort to not dive too much into those as we have tread through that territory on the channel before. And, uh, we might be addressing other famously good or bad, uh, films. So don't at us in that world. Well, there goes my <laughs> list for, uh, For not mentioning those things. Uh, And if you want to know anything about, like, the Super Mario Brothers movie, I cannot highly enough recommend checking out the Gaming Historian, who I don't think knows that we exist. But if you do, (laughs) Captain, good to see you. The unofficial six uh, member. He knows we uh, exist. I hope so. He turned us down. Yes, he did. (laughs) And that's how I got the job. Uh, But anyway, yeah, check him out. He does a a great episode on it. But uh, other than that, I just wanted to say we're not going to mention those too much. Let's get to it. Thank you. My awesome. fellow Presbyterians Presbyterians welcome <laughs> one and all
0: so uh in the research I um, I I felt compelled I had to go look up UE Bowl um, and I went to Rotten Tomatoes and tried to find a good UE Bowl movie. his <laughs> his highest rating uh, as a director is a, is a 25 percent, and that is not wow. a video game movie. His highest-rated video game movie is a nine percent, and that is
2: Postal. Nine percent. That's called speedrunning. He speedran nice. the movie. <laughs> he did.
1: You got me wondering what the twenty-five percent was. Now,
2: uh,
0: as a director, it was it was uh, something Wall Street, something of Wall Street, not the Wolf of Wall Street, something of Wall Street, and I can't mm. remember the name, but uh, but yeah, his highest-rated movie. He's a he's a producer. Um, And I don't remember the name of that one either, but that was only a 40%. So this guy is batting, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, regularly consistent at least. Right.
3: Like, I think he was just taking advantage of, was it German tax credits or something like that for funding for these, these trash fires? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, um, you know, while I was thinking about the games or the games turned to movie, um, I thought it would be easy to pick on Yui Bull. And I bring up Yui Bull because you know he has offered to fight people that have, have bad mouthed his movies. And Yui Bull, hi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Calling him out. <laughs> so <laughs> uh I, I remember Jake asking in prep of this uh, episode of can we come up with four good movies? Because we we normally when we try to set these up, say what's your good and what's your bad example, right? And
2: I started looking.
0: Did anybody come up with a good example? I have one, yeah.
2: Yeah, I've got a really, really good one. Okay, Okay. Go ahead. well, which one of you wants to start? Uh, Please, by all means, Jake. Uh, Okay, Uh,
3: my good example is the recent ones, which is the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, both one and two. I had the same thing to say at both of them. I think that is, I mean, they're... (laughs)
1: There goes my list.
3: <laughs> I was going to say kid, that, uh, I mean, they're they're pretty good movies. I mean, they're not going to win an Oscar, obviously. They're not the, my favorite movies. But in terms of video game adaptions to the big screen, I think they do it pretty well. I know there's a lot of controversy with Ugly Sonic before it, uh, it it came out. And they went back and retooled all that stuff, which later became a meme in other movies. But uh, Jim Carrey, I think this those two movies kind of introduced Jim Carrey to a younger generation of Jim Carrey's thing like I, I really liked jim mm-hmm. carrey's earlier comedy movies he kind of abandoned that for the longest time when he kind of semi-retired but with sonic the hedgehog and his roles robotnik he kind of brought that back i thought he was pretty pretty funny for the most part again not his best work i mean i'm kind of sad to hear that i think he's retired from acting after sonic the hedgehog too. i, I think i, oh, I really? liked him but yeah i think he may come back i mean actors always say they are retired but then you know, maybe they will, Maybe he wants money and he'll come back. But that's what he said after this movie. But he was great as, as Robotnik. I mean, I don't know if they pulled much from the Sonic lore, which I'm always continually surprised that there is things called Sonic lore because there's comics and TV shows and mm-hmm. all this stuff.
2: But whole the old movie of the plots comics.
3: were movie-ass plots, and they worked okay with the sort material. The second movie especially had so many Easter eggs with sound effects and the poster was using the cover art or elements of the cover art when they put it together. A lot of Easter eggs with the Sonic movies that kind of appeal to the old fans, and the movie is good for my kids. My kids liked it, and it's the one of those movies where I can watch it and not want to poke my eyes out. Right, like Angry Birds with my kids was eye numbing.
2: I don't, uh, I, I don't have movies. a list to throw up in the air, but that's my <laughs> oh my god! Actually, I, had I
1: had it, about Angry Birds. I love Angry Birds. That you
0: say that I pulled up a list of video game movies on Rotten Tomatoes, and top of the list is Angry Birds. It's a
2: good movie. I enjoyed sure. it. I don't know that I saw yeah, the it's second like, one, but I really—you know liked what? The first it's a movie.
1: fun family movie. It yes. is
2: okay. And it's to, better than okay.
1: like there have been more legitimate attempts at family-friendly movies that have just been god awful. Yeah, and true. at least Angry Birds is a fun watch with with the family and the kids.
2: You know, and so many of those awful ones, I feel like the script finds its way to Dwayne the Rock Johnson now mr. the Rock Johnson I'm not trying to start in any beef we just got over our last quarrel and here wow. goes my list <laughs> okay from now on I'm keeping paper by my my, my office. <laughs> no no I'm, I'm being serious uh, the Angry Birds movie the Angry Birds movie was fun and if how do I say it I enjoyed watching it I enjoyed it because my kids enjoyed it and like Jake had said, it's not one of those movies where I'm wanting to peck my eyes out. Uh, But that said, if somebody said, pick a video game-based movie to watch and your family is leaving for a couple hours, I'm not going to put on Angry Birds. I'm going to watch Silent Hill. So the question then becomes, is it an objectively good movie or a subjectively good movie? It's not winning Oscars, obviously. It's a Sean Bean vehicle where he survives – so I, I think that's <laughs> part of the curse, right? Is is that a real technology. Sean Bean
1: movie if he doesn't die? Come
2: on. <laughs> yeah, if, if he Not sees the, the credit crawl, then yeah. Uh, but I, I got to say, I'm a big fan of the video game series, uh, Silent Hill. And even though they didn't introduce like Pyramid Head until the second one to throw him in the movie and do him the way that they did him and the characters, it was all just so creepy. And I it was. loved it. And man, I, I just... Video games have come a long way in the kind of material they can present to people. And I, I just felt like that movie was kind of this fun, terrifying, creepy thing and uh cool franchise. I enjoyed the movie. I'm not going to call it a good movie, but I enjoyed the fuck it, or hell out of it. I liked it.
1: I'm there Sorry, with you. Too. I loved. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're far enough in at this point. I loved the Silent Hill movies. <laughs> I thought they were a lot of fun and For all the moments in Silent Hill, both the games and the movie, that creep you out, there's one moment that feels far more realistic than any moment from the games or the movies. uh, Is that moment when Pyramid Head gets called away by the siren at the school, where everybody's there. And I'm pretty sure this is the second movie, right? Where Sybil is there, and whoa
0: yeah we we had jake drop for a second
1: oh okay well now we're all
0: now we're all out of order (laughs) so 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 Uh,
1: sybil sybil the cop after the after pyramid head leaves and everything goes back to normal just out of nowhere she just starts going what the fuck you know (laughs) I remember so, thinking that is exactly what my reaction would probably be in that situation. Yeah. And the the audience at the theater was laughing their ass off at that moment
2: because it was just so real, but also hilarious. I loved that. And I love any movie that can make a character basically the avatar for the audience. If ever you can find a show or a movie where there is a character that's not on the nose obvious, but represents what the audience is experiencing. And if they mm. do it well, it's just, yeah, chef's kiss. Love it. So so real quick, I want to get back to, to, to Jake's
0: Sonic, though. I wanted to ask this because I have yet to see this. And to me, a Sonic movie is him running in a straight line somewhere, collecting rings, <laughs> jumping onto little robot, you know, characters that have <laughs> little animals inside of them. And then, you know, eventually fighting Dr. Robotnik. Uh, How how did they turn this into a however long, 90-minute, 120-minute movie?
3: You know, with this one, though, there's a lot from video games that don't really translate well to a big screen. And the imprisoning of little animals and devices, probably not a good move. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to say, though, this movie in 2020 being released makes a heck of a lot more sense than it would have if it was released 10 years ago because of drones, right? Drones are so prolific now. I mean, a lot of people can buy a drone. Everybody, Not everybody has one, but lots of people have drones. It makes sense that Robotnik in this movie, in a real-life movie, is a master of technology and has all these crazy drones. It kind of fits better because, I mean, if they did this like 10 years ago, you know it'd be something stupid like Robotnik's helicopter or something. It, w- it wouldn't be nearly the same kind of thing. So I, I think they adapted it there. The Rings... I'm with you. It's, it's weird that it's a movie, a video game movie that takes place on Earth. That always felt weird. Mm-hmm. But then I just realized there's Sonic Adventure, the game, which takes place mm-hmm. on Earth with cities and people. And I don't like it. <laughs> it's weird. But I mean, there's precedent <laughs> for the movie to be in the real world with that. I mean, they, they do nods, right? Like they do show other other realms where he comes from. He uses the gold rings as teleporters. I guess he uses them in the games to teleport into bonus stages. So kind of there, there's stuff there that lines up.
0: But they somehow converted this into, let's say, an hour and a half plus long movie.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. there's enough there, right? I mean, it's it's like the idea At of the... like on the Sonic being on the run, uh, Robotnik chasing chasing him down because the quills are like a power source. Like there, there's enough there to fill a ninety minute movie. We've certainly seen worse movies with ninety minutes.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry. No, oh, it you, was you it out. was a. Did somebody say Morbius? I didn't. <laughs> no. It's Morbius. It was thought. a.
1: Yeah, it was Sonic was a decent movie, actually. It was probably one of the better video game adaptation films I've seen. Hmm. And while it doesn't, you know, hardline ride the story of the games, it represents the IP well. Unlike, you know, the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I know we're not <laughs> going to get into. But, I mean, that movie did not stay true to the material, and it didn't tell a decent story. I love the movie, but it didn't okay, do either of those you're things. You're saying
0: Dennis Hopper with like the ultimate moose hair does not
2: equate to Bowser? <laughs> I don't think he claimed to be Bowser. I think he was just Koopa. Yeah, he I was don't just know Koopa. There's really a difference there. Um,
0: well, but I asked the same question when I talked about Super Mario Brothers One Is it King Koopa or Bowser?
2: And in that said one it's, it's just King Koopa. Bowser. I said okay. it depends on if it's Dennis Hopper. That's fair. That's fair. So, real quick, though, here's kind of a question that I think is going to be relevant to differentiating good and bad IPs in their conversion to film. How, like, are there certain franchises that we are okay with them taking liberties with? Like Sonic, we just got them saying, Jake, well, okay, there's precedence here. And if you kind of look at the rings as a source of transportation, you know, whatever, okay, that makes sense. But if they were to do that, let's say they made a live action Zelda movie. Would you want them to be that, you know, generous well, with the liberties that they're taking? You couldn't put uh, Link in downtown Manhattan. You know what I mean? Watch me. <laughs> I, you know what? Fuck. As see, soon as I said that, I'm like, I would watch it. So whatever. They put Mario Sonic in has basically been, Manhattan. Listen. Yeah, they
1: did. And Sonic has been kind of in every sort of world. He's been in a world that's entirely inhabited by animals. He's been in a world that's. You know, Robotnik is the only human, but he's also been in Sonic Adventure where there's clearly, you know, there's a president and, yeah. you know, it's the, there are levels based on real life locations. And then Sonic 06, which God knows what the hell they were thinking with that one, but it's a world of humans and animals living together, Mass much hysteria. like in the Sonic movie. So there's precedent in the games for the way they set up the movie. Okay.
0: Okay, Okay. so I guess my simple question is, should I go watch the Sonic movie? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. It's great.
1: Okay. It's fun. Okay. And what about number two? <laughs> I can't say. Two is... <laughs> Sorry. No?
3: Okay. Two has Idris Elba, which I love to do. Oh, wow. Everything he does. I don't care if it's bad. I still He's like watching in it. He does Knuckles' voice, and uh, I think it's good. I think it suffers what like a lot of movies that have sequels do, where they add more characters, which is maybe not necessary. The second movie does add Knuckles, but also adds Tails and and fuck tails. So I don't think Tails. Is
2: but you know what? Points to it's, it's DuckTales. You're misreading it.
1: <laughs> DuckTales. <laughs> Woohoo! Points to the production company for giving the voice actress of Tails the role of Tails in the movie.
2: Yeah, hmm. that's true. You know what? You know what? Video game movie had too many characters. And we're not going to talk about it, but Street Fighter. Let's, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know, I... That's I, um, usually true. I'm going to, I've said this in a, in a previous
0: podcast, and so I'm going to say it again. If you watch Street Fighter with the expectation that it is actually a comedy where they didn't realize they were doing a comedy, it's a fantastic <laughs> movie.
1: I'll have to do that, because I've still never seen the movie.
0: Yeah, go into it, realizing that it's a comedy where the actors weren't told. Hmm. Raul Julia, especially, ex- ex- except for Raul Julia. Yeah. No, he was fantastic. No, oh, he's and amazing. Raul Julia <laughs> carried Always. that. But if you look yeah. at every other character
2: as a as like a farcical version of themselves, it's hilarious and, and wonderful. Here's my thing. And again, I know we're not going to deep dive into Street Fighter, <laughs> but my heart goes out to most of the the second and tertiary characters in that movie who wrote home and told their friends about this because this was going to be their big break. Kylie Minogue? Yeah. Right? She did okay. Who? (laughs) Cammie. Cammie. Is Kylie Minogue? Uh Uh-huh. You know who she is? Oh, I'm thinking of Debbie Lovato.
1: No, Kylie not Manog, Demi Lovato, who, Kylie Minogue.
2: Who's
0: a, a, a British actress and, and musician. Australian,
3: mm-hmm. actually, I think.
0: Australian. Yeah, Australian.
1: Australian. Okay,
2: That's right. what it was. Yeah. We're sorry, Australia. Okay, but I was right. She, There is a music connection there. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just... But again, we're not right. deep diving into Street Fighter. I would love to, but not today. All right. Well, getting back to Silent Hill. Um,
0: a couple of years ago, uh, I streamed a... Um, uh, uh, you know, let's watch party, whatever, with the Amazon Prime, yada yada, on Twitch, right? Where we watched Silent Hill, and I think I enjoyed it, but I was also streaming at the time, so of course, I was paying attention to chat and yada. and I'll be honest with you, I don't remember the movie.
2: Well, you were distracted, yeah. <laughs>
1: They they sort of swap some roles where, you know, the, the primary character is the mother instead of the father. But it it does follow at least roughly a similar plot line to the original game.
2: With I mean uh, yeah, and there's a lot of allusions and mentions and things brought in from Silent Hill 2 that were put yeah. into the first movie. So, if you kind of mesh one and 2 in a weird way, that's kind of what the movie turned into. Well, I would argue that argue that 2 is a better game. I'd agree. Yeah. One, so, one was more groundbreaking, but 2, I mean, they established what they were okay with doing, and then they said, let's add in a few more kind of messed up elements and yeah. a whole lot of symbolism, and I think that's kind of what, I don't know, that's part of why I like the IP. Everything that you see and every character that's there kind of in their hellscape, is heavily symbolic of another event, uh, which is brilliantly done. So big fan. And you know, I mean, putting a guy with
0: a big fucking pyramid head and a and a gigantic sword. You know,
2: I mean, yeah.
0: Terrifying. How many
2: material slots did that sword have? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was gonna
3: ask because I never saw the Silent Hill movies, uh, and I only played the first game. But I remember from the first game, some of the enemies were really kind of gross and out there. Like the skinless children, I think, was in that game, and then Crazy Nurse, I think. Do they actually have like enemies from the games represented in the movies?
0: I think they had the the, the nurse looking
2: They had the women, the
0: nurses, they had And they had Pyramid Head, of course. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then okay. yeah, the big bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. Not every single thing. It wasn't uh well no I'm thinking of Resident Evil now, which is a whole other can of worms I'm not gonna get to yet.
1: I do believe the movie had Dahlia, right? Yeah. Okay. So it it may not have the exact same, you know, little scaries throughout the movie, but it does have major major characters that are represented.
2: That's the thing. I kind of feel like one of the reasons I like the movie is because it did try to focus more on telling a story as opposed to the fan service of shoehorning in everything that you recognize from the game. And I appreciate that. Because, I mean, honest to God, the stories with Silent Hill, if the video games were never made, the movie series would still be worthwhile because of the story it tells. I
1: I believe the composer for the games was brought on board to uh, help with the music of the film, too.
0: That's cool. Oh, that's neat. Very cool. So yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. Okay. Well, I, I will I will say that I as I said, I don't remember much about the movie. I remember a couple like scenes in my head, but um I I, I do feel like
2: I want to go back and rewatch that one.
1: I do too just because I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah.
2: And if you really want to make a day of it, David, watch Silent Hill, Sonic One and Two, and then Silent Hill Two and uh and then street fighter as a comedy <laughs> right in the day something nice that's and a fluff. full
1: day wow
0: that's yeah. a balanced breakfast yeah and then if you want to if you want to finish it off not video game but then watch at least one of the extended releases of the lord of the ring movies oh my
3: that's a, that's a weekend right there
0: that's a weekend yeah <laughs> did you guys Sisters look at the list I tried of to watch them um, all in one day highest grossing <laughs> video
3: game adaptions by chance i did no. not no do you, do you want to take a guess what, about what the top three might be? I have them here.
2: Okay. Well, let's, uh, some of these movies have been out longer than the others. So I'm going to assume Mortal Kombat is on there somewhere in the top three. Are these no.
1: Now, is this all-time grossing or is this box office gross?
3: Uh, Let me see here. This says, I think we're overthinking this. The following list is the highest grossing film adaptions based on video games, including live action, blah, 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 blah. Oh,
2: okay. Highest grossing uh, of all time. children? I don't know.
3: Okay. Sonic. Sonic. Not top three, but they are in the top ten. Both of them.
1: Okay. Um. Top three. Gosh, I don't yeah. know. I cause... was really surprised. What?
3: Here's a headline for Blood you. Blood Rain. The top three video game adaptions, the number one might surprise you. And no, Blood Rain is definitely not on this list. <laughs>
0: uh. uh... Um, 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 Dungeon Siege, name of the king.
3: (laughs) Also, not here. All right. (laughs) Is that
0: Jason Statham? It was, and it was, it was another UE ball. It was Huey ball. Oh my God.
3: So bad. Number one with 439 million. Yeah. 439 million at the box office was Warcraft, which I actually watched that one and it was bad. The CGI had the uncanny valley effect to it. It just really was gross. Number two is Detective Pikachu which is which is pretty oh, good yeah and number three is uh, a uh, Dwayne the Rock time. Johnson joint that was Rampage Rampage number three point? with over 400 million really? the box office which is mind-blowing to me that that actually did that well
1: so I want to <laughs> I want to say something because I I put together a list of three movies that one was number two you said
3: three Rampage is three okay
1: what were the first two again I didn't catch them because Warcraft I was busy with something And Detective Pikachu Okay, so that's weird because oh no, I guess that's not weird. Yeah. Cuz Rampage made 428 million on 140 million budget.
3: It said it peaked and at Detective number two Pikachu, for a while, but it's 3 now. Yeah,
1: and Detective Pikachu is 433 million on 150 million budget, which is funny cuz they both grossed about the same amount and cost about the same amount.
2: Yeah. Okay, but okay, let's let's look at this. What's the big draw to Rampage? Is it the IP or is it Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I would argue it's Dwayne the Rock. johnson Were there even monsters looking, in that
1: movie? There are. There are, are there three. <laughs> okay. There are three. Okay, well, so yeah, this is one of the there's, movies there's on Eddie, my list. Okay? There's Eddie. I
0: mean, what's the name of the the monsters? Eddie, there's and like no, it's yeah. George,
1: there's <laughs> Ralph, yeah. and there's Lizzie. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
0: that's what it is.
1: Um, so yeah, it's got, you know, the giant gorilla, it's got the giant wolf who you get to see jump out of the the forest in the trees before you see it. The first time you see it, it jumps out of the trees and eats a fucking helicopter. Okay. <laughs> so this is a jump. This is a
0: jump scare moment.
1: It kind of, well, no, cause it's all done slow motion and you get oh. to see this entire troop of soldiers basically get eaten out of the sky in their helicopter. It's crazy. And you get Lizzie who turns up sort of later in the movie. Cause they didn't realize this was going on until too far in. <laughs> Hmm. i'm but, glad uh, it's on
3: brand with the ip because i i remember the trailers and not knowing what the hell that movie was about i didn't even realize it was oh the, trailers... the game. because i love the game but i didn't even realize
1: i didn't either at first i thought it was just like a weird fluke that there was this gorilla named george in this movie <laughs> called rampage with the rock and i was like oh wow that's bizarre and i later looked it up and like they they referenced lizzie and i was like no way it's the game <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i think i watched i think i saw the trailer and i was like Oh, look, like we needed another Godzilla movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it probably did get a little overshadowed by the Godzilla films at the time, but it was it was a fun movie. It was worth a watch. Yeah, so I wanted to mention because for the movies I put on my list, I actually like dug a little and found out like the potential for sequels for these movies. And I looked at their Rotten Tomatoes rankings and all this (sighs) stuff. Right. So, interestingly enough, Rampage only had a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, but it did, it got a 72 from viewers, which is kind of respectable. That's good. Yeah. Um, Detective Pikachu got a 68% from critics and a 79% from viewers. But
0: I mean, that has Ryan Reynolds. That's automatic money.
1: Right? <laughs> now, here's the funny thing, is Warner Brothers... Uh, as of December of last year, 2021, still wants a sequel to Rampage. It did well <laughs> enough to where Warner Brothers wants to make a sequel to that. Man, now Detective Pikachu did better, and there is absolutely no chance of a sequel to that one for some yeah. reason.
3: And that was a great Which is movie. So I
1: weird to me. Pikachu. Yeah, it was cute. It resulted yeah, it very well. Yeah,
2: yeah and it guess, felt
1: like okay. a true sequel to, uh, like a true but distant sequel to the original animated film as well. Because it sort of referenced that same Mewtwo and all that stuff, which was really neat to me. It took me back, you know, over twenty years to when I went and saw that in theaters, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool."
2: Uh, Can you guys hear me now? Yes.
0: Okay. You are you are on your uh, camera mic, but we can we can work with that. Uh, Yes,
2: we can work with that. Okay, I'm so sorry. So, but that was my point. Like with Rampage starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, what was the draw? Was it Rampage or Dwayne the Rock Johnson? But if you, add, if you apply that to, like, Detective Pikachu, you could make an argument for either I wanted to see a Ryan Reynolds movie or I wanted to see a Pikachu movie. You know what I mean? So I, I think it absolutely should be on top of the Rampage movie, having not seen the Rampage. But just on that logic alone, that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, where's the, where's the money? Is it the person
3: or the movie? It, definitely right. The Rock in the, in the Rampage's case. With Detective Pikachu, though, honestly, when I heard Ryan Reynolds was cast... I was kind of disappointed. I was kind of on team Danny DeVito for Pikachu.
1: Yeah, of <laughs> course. He oh didn't my God, even know so good. who Pikachu was when people started asking him, "Are you gonna be Pikachu?" He was like, "What the hell's Pikachu?"
2: <laughs> I just found out Danny DeVito uh, directed Matilda. If you guys yes. remember that, I watched that with my kids. I did that day. actually. I did know that. And he, he, first off, he's a fantastic actor. I've loved him since Taxi. Yeah, uh, you know when I first discovered that on Nick at Night. But then the credit crawl started, and it was directed by Danny DeVito. I'm like, now I love it even more.
0: And if you <laughs> want to see his naked bare ass, Big Fish. I do. Big Fish.
2: Yeah. 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 Was that his or was that a stunt butt?
0: Well, it was a Danny DeVito-esque <laughs> backside.
1: Okay. so <laughs> There can only be so many. <laughs> there's one more good movie I want to mention. Yes, yes, please. And it's uh, Uncharted. Just came out this year. I'm not seeing that one yet. Uh, Did you see it, GP?
2: I did. I I did.
1: Okay. Now Um, I don't want to say it's a great movie because it's not, it's a decent movie. It,
2: I, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So having played the uncharted game, uh, in the last year for the first time ever, the movie felt very in line with the first game as far as, uh, Building the relationship between Sully and Nathan, and setting the stage for what this movie franchise will be because apparently it will be a movie franchise going forward. Yeah. It's going to get more. And uh, I, I'm sorry, you, you know, it's, it feels like an Indiana Jones wannabe movie. I get that.
0: Well, you, I was going to say, is it Tomb Raider with a dude?
1: Kind of. It's it's very Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones kind of deal, but it's it's probably more like Indiana Jones because it is more focused on the humor side of things than the uh, than the exploration. Factual.
2: (laughs) Okay, first off, I was more hype and I mean, no disrespect to Tom Holland or to um, Mark Wahlberg. Big fans of both of them in in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But when the casting rumors had been Nathan Fillion, I'm like, well, that's perfect. Well, yeah, we're all stands for yeah, yeah. and that's that's fine. But by the time I saw the movie, I was entertained. But the minute that that I left the theater, I started thinking to myself, "Why did they have to airlift the ships? How the fuck did the ships get there in the first place?" And then the whole movie started to. And I hate that I'm that way. I know it's not a documentary. I understand that. Like, White Wolf was doing the same
1: thing when we were watching toward the end. She was like. These ships have been in the open air to a degree, and nobody has ever discovered them until now. What the hell? <laughs> right. She was. She I, was. Yeah. She was all in up until that point, and then she was like, nah, I'm out. I, I this is bullshit." Yeah.
0: You continue. <laughs> I, I des- feel like <laughs> you continue to uh, yeah. describe Tomb Raider. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I feel but, like if there's a Snyder cut of it, it's probably much better. Just like Justice League Snyder cut was much better. I feel like there was more to that movie that kind of got edited down to the final product that we got. I thought the chemistry between Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg worked. Uh and you know, I I just felt like the the flaw with the movie was the writing. Um or the the direction. I'm not really sure. But there were parts (laughs) that were fun. And like I said, it was a popcorn flick, entertaining, but don't think too much on it. And I haven't played the video games, so my references only go so far. Video games are a blast. They are a blast.
1: I've only played the first one, like I said, and I've I've not even finished it. I'm like near the end, but Kiddo kept wandering into the room at the end where there's things mm. that were a little bit inappropriate for him. So sure, <laughs> I didn't want to end up with him having nightmares. So I was like, all right, no. But um, I think the fact is, I think the fact that they wanted to create an original story that sort of told where Nathan Drake come came from. And introduced Nathan and Sully to each other rather than them already being an established relationship, it did more damage to the story than it helped. I think that's where the problem lies. Because the first game picks up, and, you know, immediately Sully and Nathan are friends, but you can see that there's a little bit of distrust between them. And they make you question that throughout the game, which is great. And by the time they tell that story in the movies, the viewer is not going to be like, can I trust Sully or not? Because we already know that Sully can be trusted from Nathan's perspective. So it kind of shoots that idea in the foot for later, which is unfortunate. But um, I do feel like Tom Holland did a great job. I feel like Mark Wahlberg did a great job as the characters. And it was it's actually kind of funny because Mark Wahlberg was attached to this movie since he was supposed to be Nathan Drake. And then they finally told him, okay, we got we got the cast filled out. Are you ready to go? He's like, yeah, who's playing Sully? And they're like, you are. And he was like, oh, what? No. Well, then oh, who's playing no. Nathan? Tom Holland. And at first he was upset about it, but as they were filming, he was like, you know what? He's the one doing all the hard work. I got the easy job. I I, I lucked out.
3: <laughs> it was in development hell for like years, right? Like forever. From yes. Yeah. I like Tom Holland a Which lot. Is, like as Spider-Man, he was fantastic, but I feel like he may be typecasted as the kid, even though he's what? He's mid twenties now, late twenties, but he feels typecast as a, as a younger actor. You I don't know. He, uh,
2: he looks great for 45. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But he is the most shot out 12 year old you will ever see.
0: <laughs> and I look, I look horrible for 46. So there you go.
2: Whatever. You're gorgeous and you know it. <laughs>
0: It can't
3: all be well, Mark Wahlberg.
1: <laughs> Wife Wolf really likes Tom Holland. Like he's probably second to Tom Hanks for her.
0: I really appreciate Tom Holland. I've I've enjoyed.
2: She likes the Toms.
1: Yeah. I've I've really
0: I've really liked. I think I've liked every single Spider Man that he's done. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know him in many other franchises, so that's really kind of my experience, but.
2: He seems to be a good dude. Uh I think when I first heard about his casting, I thought he was gonna be a bit of a ne'er do well. Mm. But uh, no, he's he's pulled it off. He's done well.
0: Done good. Yui Bowl, I think in this example is the ne'er do well.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's the the ultimate.
0: <laughs> so so Wolf, we kinda we kinda spun into so your your example is is the Uncharted movie
1: yeah well like i said i had a list of movies because they were all kind of good but nothing great so that's why i had detective pikachu rampage and uncharted okay
0: well i'm gonna i'm gonna touch just a little bit on on the movie that i decided to um at least do my homework on and we can discuss for a minute um and that is doom the 2005 <laughs> doom movie
2: <laughs> a rock which- on paper it works yeah. well
0: on paper it absolutely works because I feel like more than a lot of movies, they they tried to honestly make a movie out of a video game. I really do. Instead of being Ooh. like, hey, we have this intellectual property, and yeah, there's some names that we'll use, and yeah, there's a coked up uh, ex- you know actor, and we'll just go <laughs> with it. Um, I feel like they looked at it and they're like, doom three and and it seems like it really bases itself on doom three which was which came out in in uh 2003 i think that Um, sounds right yeah and and it really pays homage in a way that fails
1: i know i i think i know exactly what you're talking about
0: the first person part
1: well and that's honestly (laughs) to me the greatest part of the movie it's it's amazing because doesn't the the doom theme (laughs) kickoff and everything and it goes all first person but it's
0: it's very much a doom esque theme at least like it's this guitar heavy like you know like (laughs) you're you're running from point a to point b and you've got these weapons and oh you're out of ammo you pick up ammo you know i mean you know you know what though
1: for for that whole movie It's it's very traditional film, right? And then you get that moment (laughs) that just is a total homage to the Doom games, and it only lasts a couple of minutes. It doesn't overstay its welcome, and it's just such an amazing moment to experience the first time.
0: And I looked up the trivia on this. That moment that you know, like takes a couple minutes to pay true homage, took fourteen days to film. Wow! That one part. I don't know. So weird.
2: Well, the yeah. game is very hard, so I imagine that is
0: part of the reason. Yes. <laughs> but unlike the Doom that came out in 2003, they figured out how to apply flashlights to weapons.
3: <laughs> no mod necessary, yeah.
0: No mod necessary.
3: I mean, you know when it comes no. to movies, like there's yeah. certain directors that have a certain style or, the, or there's certain movies like, like Snatch has some montage scenes or like... I think Cowboy Bebop has a certain style. There's certain media that has a certain odd style to it that stands out. So the first person scene may be like out of place in a way. But I think for that kind of movie, if you're going to do a first person view of anything, it belongs in Doom. And it sounds neat to me. And Also, isn't Doom the movie with like a crazy good cast for for what it is? Yeah,
0: That's part of my notes that I was going to bring up is, is, you know, there's, there's been examples through, you know, cinema history where a cast does not solve a bad movie right (laughs) and this is a good case because it's carl urban it's rosamund pike yeah it's Dwayne the people's elbow johnson and he does do a people's elbow in the movie i'm not does. (laughs) (laughs) if he didn't i would be upset (laughs) yeah so yeah once again oh and then of course uh um the other guy that i i like a lot ben ben daniels who um Uh, was in um, House of Cards. I liked him quite a bit in House of
2: Cards. But, yeah. So do we want to see more video game movies pay that kind of homage? Like when the next Mario thing comes out, do I want to see Chris Pratt running left to right and platforming?
1: (laughs) You know, know I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if the opening credits does something to that end.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I am like, and I I get more worried every time they speak. Where they're like, "No, Chris Pratt's going to be great. He's not <laughs> going to offend Italian people. He's not going to block." And I'm like, "Oh, Chris Pratt's going to just destroy this thing." Well, he did say
3: on social media or an interview or something. I think he said where, what did he say? People aren't going to expect his performance. Or his. This is like the best. Performance he's ever done, or something other to that effect, where like he's very hyped about this role and he thinks that he's gonna blow the audience away. Wow. I like Chris Pratt a lot. I love him, Guardians of the Galaxy. I love okay. them, Parks and Rec. I like the actor, but he always plays the same character himself. Mm-hmm. I can't see him like <laughs> yeah. anything different. Like he's like
0: he's Jim Carrey, right? he's the hilarious, lovable doofus, yeah. right? And that's
1: not yeah, Mario, even in Luigi, maybe. <laughs> What was that Amazon movie where he dealt with going to the future? Tomorrow War. Yeah, Tomorrow War. Good. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. And aside from the fact that, you know, he's he's a damaged ex military with PTSD, he's still that same character outside of yeah. that.
3: Like Jurassic Park, same idea. <laughs> Fighting dinosaurs, still like lovable goofball. Every 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 role. And it's not bad. I like him. But as Mario, I don't know what I want from that movie. I don't I don't I don't even know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's also coming from the people who did Despicable Me and Minions, right? So yeah. that that throws spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks, too. I don't know. But it <laughs> this has could a, be anything, really.
3: A solid cast, too. Like, it's, uh, was it as a, oh, who's the guy from Key and Peel? One of the guys from Key and Peel is in it as Toad. Key or Peel?
2: Ke- Keegan Michael <laughs> Key.
3: Yes, Keegan Michael Kee. you
2: got two <laughs> options it's either <laughs> Kee or it's Peel. I can't
3: remember. <laughs> One's doing horror movies and one's doing Toad. I can't tell the difference. Okay,
2: yo, For real though, every single thing that Jordan Peele is putting out right now oh, is, fire. is fire. I'm yes. so excited to see, no. oh, yeah, He is an amazing talent in so many different, and so is Keegan-Michael Key. He's funny. Not uh, to, big fan, but not man. Not to <laughs> dive
0: into the weeds, but since Chris and I just went camping and while it was raining one night, we watched Us, I had not seen it.
2: Oh, so good.
0: Holy shit. If you haven't seen Us, watch Us. It's not a video yeah. game movie, so we'll move on.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, no. Not, because I have to say, I just made my wife uh, watch Get Out. I'd seen most of it before. And she was like, somebody had told her there's a twist. So the whole time she's trying to figure out what it is. And she got kind of close. And then the twist happened. And she was like, oh, my God. Anyway, yes. I still
1: on. didn't. I don't know anything about that movie. I, uh, oh, you got to watch it. Everything, so well
0: everything that, that Peel has put out, watch. I'm telling okay. you. You got to hurt.
1: Yeah. 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 I do want to see that, um, one. and I, I Bradley Whitford playing a villain again.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm
1: all yeah. I'm all for it.
2: <laughs> uh, so dancing back over to Chris Pratt. <laughs> yes,
0: please. Let's get back
2: <laughs> there, on topic. The, there, if you guys want to do a uh, Jordan my, a, a Jordan Peele episode, I'll, I'll be there for it, and I'll see if he'll join us. I don't think he will. He's, right. <laughs> He's
0: kind of that guy. If we if we found a way to reach out to him, he might show up.
2: He might do it. <laughs> well, let's not let's not. Overpromise anything, but okay. Going back to Chris Pratt, there are actors out there who only will play the same character over and over. And while he is kind of one of them, he is by far not my least favorite. Uh, Looking at you, Michael Sarah, with the exception of Scott Pilgrim, Michael Sarah is kind of just the same character in everything he does. It's not that they're bad movies. Juno was fine. There was one where he plays his character and then like a French character. That is like his imaginary friend. I it's hard to explain. But uh, he was very good in that. But it's hard to look at I mean the rest of the development. It's hard to look at any of the Michael Sarah stuff. And you're always aware that it's Michael Sarah. I and think it, this is how I'm saying it. it's the same yeah. thing with Chris Pratt, but I like the Chris Pratt character a little bit better.
0: An example of a good of a good actor that always acts like himself is Christopher Walken. Yeah, hundred percent.
3: Okay,
2: but does he? It's kind of like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is doing a character where he's Jeff Goldblum, like it's this like layered performance piece that is Jeff Goldblum, and 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 and, and is beautiful.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we've totally dived <laughs> off of video game movies, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but have we? But have we? That's true. That's true. I'm kidding. By the way, every single one of these movies, we're wrong about. Everybody we've talked to or talked about is actually uh, Gary Oldman. Mm, Of course.
1: (laughs) I was was actually expecting that when you were halfway through that sentence. I was like, oh, he's
2: bringing it to Gary Oldman. (laughs) I've become predictable. No, I just,
1: we talk about Gary Oldman too much behind the scenes is all.
2: So if we
0: have have a minute to talk about, I've been watching uh, YouTube chat for those that are watching the podcast or listening to the podcast later. We do this live. On Friday well, mostly live on Friday nights. Um, and somebody brought up Ready Player One, which makes me think or makes me ask, not necessarily Ready Player One, which was a fantastic book and fuck the movie. Um yeah. <laughs> but um I also think about and I have not seen it, but pixels. What about movies where it's like and and here's a great example of a movie that is a video game movie that is fantastic, free guy yes yeah free guy's pretty good
1: free guy was great
2: those are those are celebrations of the culture though
1: yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's Mm. definitely the case like i enjoyed ready player one the first time i saw it because i hadn't read the book yet Mm. and then i read the book and i loved the book and then i went back and watched the movie and it was okay after the book it wasn't great it wasn't terrible there were some points that it missed But overall, it was still the same celebration of the culture that the book was, despite all the changes that they made to it. And a lot of them were for brevity's sake. And some of them were just because, you know, it's kind of hard to sell people on going to see a Hollywood blockbuster when everybody looks average.
0: Well, there's the other (laughs) problem. There's the other problem that that the market that they were trying to push for is not us, who was raised in the 80s, playing pac-man playing atari 2600 playing you know second edition dungeons and dragons like it's hard to push that i i, I understand that a lot of those references they had to modernize i understand that.
2: yeah and i i disagree i mean forgive me for interjecting here again i know i'm talking way too much and over people today
0: we noticed uh
2: but yeah you guys know me i'm sorry uh <laughs> It should have. There's no reason for it to not be like a Netflix limited series. If instead of shoehorning all of that and compressing it and gutting it so it could be an hour and a half to two hour long thing, it should have been an eight or nine hour spectacle on Netflix. They have the budget for those now. They're doing those left and right. And I still think they could do it, especially with RP2 that came out uh, last year or the year before. But, Uh, but, I mean, there's, there's way too much. Nerd culture and things that deserve to be acknowledged as Easter eggs, because it was an entire book based on Easter eggs. Yeah, and and to to gut it that way was such a disservice. But does um, Netflix
0: have the budget? I'm looking at you, Netflix. You're choosing
2: all the wrong directions. Okay, can forgive me. me. I'm just Di-
3: They can they can do a Ready Disney Player Plus. One thing or Disney.
2: Well, Disney <laughs> Plus by by this point, Disney Plus owns most of the IP yeah. materials that are Easter eggs, anyways. Yes. Yeah, so true. maybe 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 the mouse should do it. But I just, and big love to Will Wheaton, who who did the audio version of that book and, and nailed it. It's top tier. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my opinion. I would have liked the movie had I never read the book. But having read the book uh, and listened to the book, there is no way that movie was going to do anything justice. So, and I still think Miles Teller is in that movie, but it turns out he's not the, the main actor. So my apologies. <laughs>
0: Did anybody see Pixels?
1: Yes.
3: That the one with um,
1: Adam Sandler.
2: Adam Sandler
3: and um, I never saw it. it so. And uh, Peter Dinklage.
1: Oh and yeah, I do think he was in that one.
3: I remember. I remember falling asleep during the, it. If be honest,
1: the movie was not great. Oh. No, <laughs> it was, and uh, part of the problem is, I like Adam Sandler when he acts. I'm not a huge no, fan I'm, of I'm, Adam Sandler when he's screamy Adam Sandler character. <laughs> yeah. And Pixels is screamy Adam Sandler character. Hmm.
2: You know, that he, he would be another good example of an actor who is very much usually the same. But that said, his last couple of things... Um, uncut gems was not a, a typical Adam Sandler thing and it was phenomenal uh, the new Netflix movie he did called, I think hustle
1: hustle was really his uh,
2: huge reviews I can't wait to see it um but yeah the Adam Sandler character didn't really age very well after the 90s yeah um, he's done a few things that have been good but for the most part they 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 make me miss Adam Sandler from the 90s so to see him doing this other stuff and not that this is at all what the conversation about Uh, I still love Adam Sandler. Well, it
1: kind of is because, you know, Happy Madison, the character, is kind of one of the downsides of Pixels. If it Mm. were not... I think the movie would have been better if it were like a Seth Rogen film instead. It still could have been the same cheesy shit, but I feel like the, the not yelling Adam Sandler in the movie would have helped the movie you know what i mean and i mean the movie was a total cheese fest and silliness (laughs) (laughs) well yeah but i mean come on pixels already kind of is a stoner flick anyway yeah okay you're (laughs) not wrong
3: yeah
1: somebody had to be high when they wrote that script i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) but Um, uh if we're talking sort of movie or video game adjacent movies this is about as close as you can get while still not being. I wanted to mention uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's so, a movie? A Five Nights at no, it's not yet. And oh. it, the rights were initially picked up for it in 2015, and it's still not a movie, seven years later. No. To the point that two other movies have come out, either rumored to be uh based on so i'll mention the first one there was the banana splits movie that came out in 2019 rumored to be based on the five nights at freddy's uh script that warner brothers had before blumhouse took the rights to five nights instead after a time and it's it's a slasher flick Mm. (laughs) the banana splits is a slasher flick now i don't know who's familiar with the banana splits (laughs) but this is like hr puffin stuff lidsville bugaloos that sort of thing from back in the day you know very child-friendly kids show and they turned it into a slasher film which is just wild to me but then there's another movie that is so obvious that it's a five nights at freddy's film without the license it is totally worth a watch just because of how the movie was presented. And this is Willie's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage without a single Nicholas speaking line. Cage. When did that come out? Is that recent? 2021. Oh, okay.
0: See, you just brought up another actor that plays
2: himself in every movie. <laughs> I love him. So much so oh, can, that just, he just I, got a movie no, no, that no. makes fun of the fact no. that
1: he plays himself uh, in okay. every movie. <laughs>
2: a couple things. And, okay. Couldn't disagree more. Nicholas Cage has a wide breadth of characters that he can play. This, you know, the unbearable weight of massive talent, even though it's his best weighted or his best uh rated movie of all time. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is Nicholas Cage can play a lot of people. He can play Nicolas Cage, uh John Travolta.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my God.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, audio podcast later. <laughs> You're missing out. Go yeah. back and yeah, was a visual. Go back and rewatch this on YouTube.
3: Yeah, visions of Nicolas cage, Nicolas cage appearing on the screen. We've <laughs> summoned. We've summoned the cage.
2: How quickly are we getting sued here? <laughs> but no, I, I love Nicolas Cage.
1: No, but this movie is is so very Five Nights at Freddy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like the guy is locked it. in a, a place called Willie's Wonderland, which is you know a closed down pizza place that hasn't been in operation for years where the animatronic robots try to kill him over the course of the night
3: Mm, (laughs) that's pretty much fun
0: yeah yes And it's a non-speaking role he doesn't say a single thing
1: yeah occasionally he yells or grunts inaudibly or like in indistinctively and that's it like He's silent the entire movie. He has no actual words spoken. And he's Hmm. it's weird because so they incorporated the silent protagonist, right? He's also the stranger that just rolls into town and then leaves at the end of the movie. And it's funny because it seems so very video gamey the way it was presented. Because every time he's he's here to clean this place up because it's a filthy mess like that's what he's told is he's gonna clean it up so that to pay for the damage that he suffered on his vehicle and he has no money to pay, pay for that right so he's here cleaning it and throughout the night he takes breaks down and then and plays pinball and chugs a soda and then goes back to cleaning inevitably kills an animatronic robot goes back to playing pinball chugs another soda <laughs> Goes right back to cleaning. Like, absolutely nothing is wrong. Like, this is just this is just how this world works.
0: Does it at least <laughs> employ... Does it at least employ trying to save power and battery and not being able to turn off a fucking fan?
1: Hmm. No, it doesn't. Um, there are other side characters who are trying to burn this place down, and one of them feels bad trying to burn it down with this guy in it. Hmm. And so... You know they're teenagers, and not many of them make it. But this movie, I want to, I want to tell you, this movie actually has a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, well, that's pretty and good. It was, for a it video was made movie. on a five, right, from the critics at that. Yeah. So like, it scored better than Rampage. It scored better than <laughs> Uncharted. It scored almost as well as Detective Pikachu. This is wild, right? Because this show, but not this movie, quite. is just. It's one of those movies that's so bad that it's fun to watch. Right.
3: <laughs> well, a lot of these video game movies are like that, right? Like we said earlier, Mortal right. Kombat. Yeah. It's a bad movie, but I
0: still like watching it. It's still a good movie, or good to me,
1: this, I guess. So this movie was made on a $5 million budget.
0: <laughs> Which is a pittance these days. Yeah.
1: Right. But yeah. it didn't get a huge theatrical release, so in theaters it only made half a million. Oof. But well, this was, the time I mean, it came out, came it was out, pandemic out time, last year, so nobody year. was going right. So it was a very limited release. So, for the limited release, for what was spent on it, it made something back. Like, it did better than Morbius the second time around, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, it's more than time. I'm, I know I was shitting on Morbius earlier, but I have to say this the fact that people signed a petition to bring it back to the theaters and then nobody saw it, and then they started another petition that said, oh, we were all working that weekend, bring it back. Uh, I just, and I, you know, I liked Jared Leto quite a bit. Uh, I don't know who's telling him what roles to take, but I mean, dude, dude's a fantastic singer and actor and all this stuff, but I'm sorry, man. Morbius, hoof
0: Yeah, that's the ultimate troll. Just yeah.
2: kidding, man. Try again. <laughs> it was so funny. And, so the studio got wise, and they're like, no, we we see it now. You guys are shitting on us. Here's the DVD. <laughs> so everybody's like, great, we have a DVD. Cheers.
1: <laughs> so I do want to say, like, Morbius had a budget of, what, 80 million? Uh-huh. And it made 160 million in theaters, right? But the Rotten Tomatoes for that, 16% from critics. Yeah. So Willy's Wonderland is that much better than Morbius. There you go.
2: There <laughs> Setting the bar. Okay. Also, we have to show some love to uh, *Willy's Wonderland* because made on five million dollars, and you know about four hundred eighty. No, sorry, four point eight million of that was just Nicolas Cage's, you know, <laughs> appearance fee. That movie was made on two hundred thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, it's true.
3: Um, can I mention a movie that's coming out that I was pretty surprised about? Yes. studio game related. So, uh, a couple it. years ago, two years ago, I know we. Uh, I can't remember if you guys or somebody else talking about movies that were coming out that were going to be based on on game franchises and i was looking at IMDb <coughs> before and i noticed that tetris was on the list and i'm like no no you've gone too far i think how? it was when pixels yeah. came out i was looking at other movies and i'm like tetris how the hell are you gonna make tetris in a movie I, and i, I was shitting this. on it for so long but then i looked it up this week when we talked about this, this episode idea it's filming right now it's gonna be a movie uh, on apple plus it's gonna star Taryn Egerton, who is I I love him a lot. I like yeah. him. He's fantastic. His, his singing yeah. voice is just amazing. He's gonna be playing. He's gonna be in this movie, and it's Tetris, but it's the it's the they say it's a similar tone to the Social Network, which is also a good movie, where it's yeah. the during uh, the Cold War and they're fighting over the the ownership rights to the game Tetris. So it actually sounds uh, okay. So I'm interested for, in that. For, for like, yeah. Because-
1: That's an interesting story.
0: Yeah. I've seen, I think there was a documentary or something like I've, I've at least researched enough to know that that backstory on Tetris and like who owns it and when it was owned and where it was owned and who distributed, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a mess, right? It was, yeah.
1: I I believe gaming historian did an episode on that. Maybe that's what I was. Maybe that's what I was watching.
2: I, I did a research paper in college for uh we could pick whatever topic but it had to have some research to it and i remember i spent so much time um on this paper not so much the research of it which i did but i i did it in such a way that when i wrote it each uh sentence started with the next letter and the word tetris so started with the t and then the next sentence was e and then r then t and, and all this stuff and then i arranged the words without fucking with the flow of the paper in such a way that they look like they were falling blocks. And I remember I got a C on that paper and I was pissed because the guy was like, that wasn't the assignment. I'm like, my assignment, but whatever. Ob- obviously, I'm over it. College <laughs> was 20 years ago, but I, still, Tetris. Taron Egerton is great. A fan casting, I would have put Stanley Tucci as the square block, but whatever.
0: <laughs> Don't you also have a history with Tetris? Or playing <laughs> Tetris?
2: no. No, moving on. yeah, Taryn Edgerton should be Wolverine. by the way,
0: who did I see that they recently called out should be Wolverine? Dane,
2: um, if you know. Keanu? <laughs> no, it was
0: wasn't it like wasn't it like Chris Evans or somebody that they're like, this should be Wolverine? Anyway, I don't know.
3: He's built for sure. I know there was He's a too
1: tall. I know there was a push for Daniel Radcliffe. Ugh, no, that'd
2: be cool. oh.
1: What do you mean? Dude, no. what do you mean no? He plays so many weird characters he can he do, can do anything. Wolverine, Wolverine, though. Come on. Have you seen Swiss work. Army Guy?
3: No, I haven't. Oh, I, haven't I love seen Swiss Army Guy. He oh, played a
1: dead guy the whole time. So much better than what uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Look,
0: look. Because he's literally dead. dead. He's not, I can play a dead guy, too. <laughs> not
2: like, no, not but like the situations they put not him like through, Radcliffe.
1: I'm surprised he's not laughing the entire filming. Honestly, yeah. like,
2: yeah, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, if you're watching, he's not watching, but
1: no, probably down. not, but,
2: but hello. Hi, big fan.
1: Hey, Danny. How you doing?
2: Danny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you call, you call
0: him Danny. I call him rad. What's up, Rad?
2: <laughs> oh my God. We should also do an episode of just fan casting for upcoming, you know, Ooh. nerd properties. <laughs> elijah wood in anything oh i love him. true yeah
0: well i i know we've we've kind of touched it a few times and and it we've we've also talked about how there's you know uh, plenty of property to to talk about this otherwise but i wonder i worry sometimes that um part of my reasoning that i like the mortal Kombat movie is like 90 percent the soundtrack oh for sure yeah. okay yeah Mm-hmm.
1: To that note, have you seen the new Mortal Kombat, the one that came out like two years ago?
2: <laughs> Not a fan. The, w- the one that didn't have a Mortal Kombat tournament, right. Yeah <laughs> And the one, the one
0: that's like, "Hey, you have an internal power. My internal power is metal arms.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm a
3: robot. That's my magical power. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, ma- I'm a magic guy that has a hat.
2: <laughs> no, okay, okay. Stop. I didn't hate the movie. It wasn't great. But I hope they keep going with it. Uh and Kano was fantastic. You know <laughs> what? <It's>, whoops. <laughs> you
1: know what? It may not it, it, it was great. At the end, it's probably about as good as the original Mortal Kombat, honestly. Without the
2: soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Without the one thing that Sinistar you know what, Life, if they yeah. released
1: that movie today with that soundtrack, that soundtrack would not sell it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's a very 1995 soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack, but it's very 1995. It's very but nice. the movie
2: came out in 93, so it was ahead of its time. I know <laughs> I don't know
0: that. I know that we've we've we 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 you know, we I don't want to get into other potential episodes, but there was that YouTube um series that was Mortal Kombat that was amazing. Yeah, looked awful. Like when yeah. I saw that and I heard that there was a mo- new movie coming, I was like Oh, I'm in.
2: Yeah. So. so there were two different things that were done on YouTube. There was an actual series. And then there was like a one like episode with what's his name? Who played Jax. Oh, forgive me for not remembering the actor's name because I think he then went on and did the series, but they did it as kind of like a proof of concept video. And it was like reptile was a dude who had a skin condition uh, where like his skin was hard plates. And then, Baraka was like this uh, deranged uh dental, surgeon dental and all that. Experiment. Something like that, yeah. So anyway, I remember seeing that and thinking like, this is so dark and so heavy and so bizarre. I feel like that was kind of off the deep end for it, but it, it got the hype train going for what they eventually put out on YouTube. And then I think they did two seasons that were later released on DVD and Blu-ray and all that So It served its purpose and all that kind of led us up to the movie that came out last april but yeah what a wild ride mortal kombat has gone through the past like five to ten years
3: yeah it's definitely moved up there like the games that have come out recently 9, 10, and eleven well nine was a while ago now but the the plots and storylines in those games i've said before like if you guys haven't played nine ten eleven uh play it for the story alone even the story in those games is good and it mm-hmm. definitely sets the bar high for fighting games to have a good story mode as cheesy as it is, I still love the story of those games. And I wish they'd borrow more yeah. from that to make these movies instead of whatever the hell we got last year. <laughs> but don't
0: play, don't play whatever the mythologies, whatever Sub-Zero. That is the, <laughs> like, one of the few games that I have actually taken out and broken the disc. Wow.
2: Yeah, let's take this great franchise known for fighting and try to make it into a platformer.
1: Didn't they want to do Versus that with Spider-Man. more of the characters?
2: You, you you can do that, though, the opposite. I want to point this out. You can't go from fighting game to platformer, but you as sure as sure shit, sorry, can go from uh, platformer to fighting. And anybody who doesn't agree, play Smash Brothers. Like, yeah. right there. <laughs> Love Smash Brothers.
3: Um, you know, in games, I would or movies that are influenced by the culture. Wreck-It Ralph is a fantastic movie. I haven't seen it. Ah, yeah, it was yes. it's amazing to the point where they actually the second one's still pretty good, and it gave it gave us a Fix It Felix, Fix It Felix kind of game in the style of the old, the old arcade games, and that movie is fantastic.
1: Yeah,
3: it's good. Yeah. Canada it's zone. like sweet so, naive deadpool,
1: deadpool. <laughs> yeah
2: I, I i will say this um it's adjacent to instead of being you know what the actual discussion is but there was the silver surfer video game and then they did that fantastic four rise of the silver surfer and i would say both were equally difficult to get through the first time.
3: I agree 100 <laughs> percent. i forgot that movie existed that's how bad it was <laughs> it escaped my the memory. difference
1: is The more you watch the movie, the harder it is to get through. The more you play the game, the easier it is to get through. So,
0: pretty much. Mm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well,
1: anything else, gentlemen? I don't think so.
2: I said my piece several times. Several times. I
1: was going over a list of things and, like, I saw a bunch of anime films based on video games. Mm. Like, uh, Fatal Fury and I love Fatal Fury but I was like I don't know if that really fits this so I left it out
2: okay sorry quick thought talking about more uh, Mortal Kombat and how it had a great soundtrack but the movie might not have been great but it was fun you could say the exact same thing for Final Fantasy Advent Children <laughs> not a great movie pretty cool soundtrack decent movie still somehow the best of the Final Fantasy movies and uh, there you go
3: low is low yeah I like that movie yeah. still. I thought the animation was really great. You're right. The plot Gorgeous. was not good. But the soundtrack and the fight scenes yeah. were very well done. Yeah.
2: Agreed. Excellent. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, um, I appreciate you all being here. I appreciate you all talking about the dumpster fires that are normally video game movies. Yes, there are a few. There's there's some diamonds in the rough, I suppose. Uh, I'm going to go watch um, the Sonic movies and probably rewatch Silent Hill. And uh, I may even watch a Nicolas Cage movie. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Dude, I'm pretty sure it's still on Hulu. Go watch Willy's Wonderland.
0: All right. All right. (laughs) Well, I appreciate everybody being here. Um, Let's see. Jake, where can people find you?
3: Uh, You can find me uh, mostly on Twitter, S-I-C-J-A-K-E, and sometimes on Twitch.
0: And GP, where can we find you?
2: Pretty much I'm here all the time. Uh, if <laughs> you want to be part of the conversation or have more exposure to any of us, probably more than you'd want, uh, get on our Discord. If you're not part of the Discord, come join us. We love chatting with everybody and uh, we, have a, we have a good time there.
1: And Werewolf, where can we find you? Uh, mostly here. I am mildly active on Twitter and uh I don't know. I'm, I might start putting some stuff up on YouTube as I do homework for the podcast.
0: Mm. Great. Awesome. And I'm Sinistar77. Uh, I am tw- I am streaming again on Twitch on Mondays. Uh, otherwise, I'm here and on Twitter and on Discord. And I'm going to call out our pressb to cancelcom website, where you can find links to all of our um, sources, where to find us, all that stuff. And yeah, once again, this has been pressb to cancel Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I have stopped streaming. All right.
2: Guys, that was fun.
1: I know I didn't do the robot voice at the end, but that was deliberate because Nick Cage doesn't have a line in his movie.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs>